listeners, I'm Z and I am Ash. And welcome back to Mistakes in the Making, or should I say, the final episode of season 1 of Mistakes in the Making. <laughs> <laughs> like people were probably like there listening and be like, "Oh my god, they finally gave up. Wow, good for them." <laughs> no, we've not. Just for the year. <laughs> Just for the year. We'll be back in January. We're going to be mm-hmm. taking like a two-week break. Yeah, so much needed. Stay tuned. Much needed. We realized that this year has been a year of realizing stuff, to quote Kylie Jenner. (laughs) So we decided, you know what? Might as well share the 20 life lessons we have learned in 2020. So we're not going to like bore you and say 20 things each. I came up with a list of 10 points that I've learned this year. And so have you, Ash. Yes. So without further ado, what's your first point? So the first thing I realized that I feel like is super common for like a lot of people is that I love social interaction a lot more than I thought. Like, you know me, I will pride myself on being like an introvert and an independent person. But this bloody pandemic, bro, it's made me realize that I really miss going out and meeting the people that I want to. And I really like crave their company. Mm-hmm. Like the entire time I was either staying with my flatmates or family and like I did get alone time. Of course, we didn't go out and anything, but I was just thinking if I didn't have them, I would go crazy. I'd probably be like talking to myself, like looking in the mirror. Um, but yeah, I think it's been super important to like hold on to the people around me and like just be in their company. I mean, that is very true. You pride yourself on being an anti-social person, but I feel mm-hmm. like there are like 10 people in your life that just keep you sane. Yeah, honestly, you know, the, those like introvert memes, like I've had to unfollow pages because I'm like, now I don't feel like this anymore. It's really weird. Uh, <laughs> I, I just want to go back to something you said. I love that you called it the bloody pandemic, bro. I feel like that's what it should be renamed to. Not the COVID <laughs> pandemic, the bloody pandemic, bro. Honestly. <laughs> you know, along those lines, mm-hmm. um, pre-2020, I would often be invited out, but I'd get very stressed about looking good, doing my makeup well, and then I'd obviously just not go out. Yeah. And one thing I learned this year is that nobody gives a fuck about what your makeup looks mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. I cannot tell you the amount of time I spent last year just scrutinizing my face in the mirror, being like, is my eyeliner okay? Is the right wing a little bit crooked? Mm-hmm. Oh, is my lipstick just a little bit off? Should I overline my lips a bit more? Do I need to contour my cheeks better? Is my contour muddy? <laughs> Nobody cares. I would stare at my face like one inch from the mirror and mm-hmm. I realized that nobody's going to like come and inspect my makeup and just like really stare at my face. So mm-hmm. I need to stop doing that. Yes, that's such a good thing. I'm so happy for you. So what else have you learned this year? Along those same lines, like I have realized this year that happiness is self-created and to not always look for happiness outside yourselves or like depend on people to give it to you like find it within you because I feel like I don't know it's really hard to describe what it means to be happy anyway but like introspecting and being positive and like happy from within is something that no one else can give you and nor should you expect them to so I think yeah just learn how to be a wholesome person within yourself and not leave it up to people to like fix your pieces or like provide comfort i fully agree like happiness comes from within you can't expect someone else to make you happy Mm -hmm. if you can't even make yourself happy and i often feel like 
especially as women, we are taught that happiness comes externally. It comes from relationships. It comes from a happy marriage. Uh-huh. But that's not really the case, is exactly. it? Exactly. Well, so my next point kind of is similar, but not really. Mm-hmm. It's basically that you might not ever know who you are, like 100% of who you are, and that's okay. Uh. For the longest time, I kept thinking that I always needed to know who I was. But then I realized that every day I'm evolving as a person. I learn new things. I absorb new information. And it changes me. So I'm constantly a work in progress. Yeah. So it's hard to know like 100% of who I am. I think I'm always going to know like 95% of who I am. And that's okay. Because it means I'm growing as a human. Yeah. Perfectly said. That's it. (laughs) Thank you. What's your next point? But yeah, along like those lines, I love how we're like bouncing off each other. Yeah. But and I love how we're saying along those lines all the time. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's like our points are like responses to each other almost in a way. But my next point is that I think realizing what you don't need is more powerful than realizing what you do need. And I feel like I've definitely learned that this year more than ever before. This can be when it comes to like any situation that you're in, whether it's like a toxic relationship with your friends, whoever else, career, education. I don't know, identifying what you don't need out of a dynamic or situation can really set you free. Mm -hmm. You know, like if it's not the piece of your puzzle and you don't need it, stop trying to make it fit. Just chuck it. That's about it. Yep, just Chuck Bassett. (laughs) Sorry, that was so bad. What's wrong with me? Okay, speaking of stuff that you don't need, Mm -hmm. sometimes you don't need friends in your life because they're toxic. You can like listen to like any episode of our podcast (laughs) and you'll realize that. But one really hard truth that I had to really accept this year is that you have these friends who have been a part of your life or have been in and out of your life for 10 years. Mm -hmm. But sometimes all that means is that they've just been in your life for a long time. It doesn't mean that they are good friends. Yeah, honestly, adding a footnote here, if you want to know more, refer to our toxic friends episode because we really vented in that one, didn't we? Yeah, that was a ball (laughs) of an episode. (laughs) Oh God. But yeah, I think my next point is basically about just learning to have an off switch like this year I learned that it's okay to take breaks from people and social media and like even the news because to handle that constant negativity and fighting and like toxicity that you bring into your life and consume can really like affect your mental health and that's not to say that you should be like ignorant of the world around you and like you know not be up to date with everything you should be well informed but if some days you just need a break, then switch off. And I think it's completely okay. Like self-care 101. Just have that switch. Yes. Oh my gosh. Honestly, self-care is so important. Mm-hmm. And sometimes just spending your whole day under your blanket watching TV is a good form of self-care. Yeah. yeah. Like you don't need to know what happened today in the world. You need a break from your friend. Fucking take it. Like... Just do you first. Yeah, but if you end up like doing that for like weeks, months on end, then that's not self-care, that's sadness. Yeah, of course. I mean, you do have to be like aware at some point, but I mean, if you need a, a it's called a break for a reason. Exactly. Right? Like, it's not, it's like a, it's a break, not a lifestyle. Yeah, but that's what, don't turn um, it into a lifestyle, but take a damn break. It's fine. No, no, I was, I was turning that into a transition. Okay, okay, <laughs> go on. Yeah. Along those lines, something that I started to think about a lot this year is that 
oftentimes I find myself setting goals and then achieving them and then setting more goals Mm. and I realize that I have a lot of fun during the journey and it makes me really happy to slowly work towards something that I can claim my own Mm. but there was this one time this year when the journey towards my goal was miserable I kept thinking to myself once I actually reach the top of this mountain it's all going to be worth it and it's going to be great and then I did and it was still horrible and then I realized that if you're not happy while pursuing a goal if you're not happy during the journey then change your goal it's not for you Hmm, interesting yeah I like that Okay, completely unrelated though, my next point is to like make sure the last interaction you have with someone ends on like a good wholesome note. Because I feel like this year has taught me that anything can happen and you don't know when it'll be the last time you'll see someone. And we all deserve to feel like more loved and cared about. And sometimes it's not like only about us and what we receive from other people but also letting the people around us know how we feel and never like never leaving the house angry or leaving a conversation on a bad and sour note just like figure out get your closure move on you know like don't dwell in the sadness of things and just give love to get love that's actually really poetic (laughs) (laughs) Baba Ash is in the room today. (laughs) Bro, she's so hungover. I don't know, I'm rethinking all my life choices now. This is a good, it's very cathartic episode. (laughs) It's too deep, honestly, (laughs) but I feel like you're thriving in this. Go on. So this point, I really had to think about it because it's really hard to word, but only take advice from people that inspire you. That means if you want to be like them Mm -hmm. and want to be the kind of person they are, then take their advice. I often feel like when I was like 19, I didn't really know how to trust my gut instinct. So I would get advice from teachers, from my parents, from friends, from random aunties that I would meet. (laughs) And everyone was just telling me what to do with my life. And I would just accept it all like it was pearls of wisdom. But then I realized, no, not everyone's advice is worth my attention. Mm -hmm. During the process, when I was learning to trust my gut, I realized a handy trick for people who are indecisive and don't know what pieces of advice to take. Mm -hmm. It's really important to only take advice from people if you want to end up being the kind of person they are. So if you think someone's a very kind, honest person and you want to be like them, Mm. take their advice. Okay, yeah, I kind of agree. But I will also say this, like, don't pressure yourself too much if you want to end up like someone that you have to like do exactly what they did like you we all have our own paths maybe sometimes using their advice can be good for us but like still do what's right for you and like I'm sure I'm sure you would but yeah just don't get too carried away and like what other people are doing you know like trust your gut I feel like you know what's right for you I mean, fair enough. (laughs) But if you don't know how to trust your gut or if you feel like your gut is wrong, then this is the handy trick that I've just learned this year. Okay, fair. I think I learned it when I was 19, but I only recognize that I learned it now. Uh, That's a huge step, though. See, a little growing. That's all we need. Thank you. Um, But yeah, looking at the same thing through like a different lens, I feel like this year I've realized that there's so much to learn from the people around us like people have so much knowledge and so many stories 
especially i think people that are older and have had like legit life experiences and have gone through so much and i feel like i've learned to make time to have more conversations with people in order to learn from them so this year like like you know zara i worked on like my family archive and just like tracing photographs and stories and just speaking to like the elders in my family and i really felt like they know so much about the world in such a different way than we do our generation does that sometimes just taking some time to listen and ask could be like the most enriching experience i'm going to learn to make more time for that <laughs> i mean sometimes i feel like they've lived in two very different indias like yeah my grandmother would sometimes tell me stories of how she went to jawaharlal nehru's political rallies <laughs> on like the beaches and i'm like wait what like this happened right here that's mm-hmm. insane yeah yeah and we talk about how we're seeing bombay's landscape change well <laughs> who knows what it'll be like when we're that <laughs> that age honestly can't wait to ramble to my future grandkids <laughs> baba ash in all her glory <laughs> um so one piece of advice that i should have learned from my parents and my grandparents and every fiscally responsible adult around me mm-hmm. was to start investing early like sometimes i feel like if i had started investing at 18 19 which is a very good age and i was easily capable of doing so mm-hmm. i would have been in a much better position than i am today because now at the age of 22 when i've just graduated from college i'm trying to figure out finances and yeah it's something i should have taught myself a while ago so start when you can kids dude we're all in the same boat honestly but yeah that is super good advice because we do have to be smart about our money Yeah, I mean, whether you like it or not, it's going to be there forever. I guess. But also like my next point is like the flip side of this, which is just this year I've learned to like have a lot of gratitude for things. Like a lot of the things that I thought were important to me seem so insignificant now. Like I've really reevaluated what luxuries mean to me and like as much as we fall prey to like material luxuries in this capitalist world, those aren't like real luxuries and what we need like being in good health with a happy family and close support system is actually what gives me peace and happiness and i'm so grateful for that you know like i'd rather chase after that than material objects i love this for you i love that you're shedding your capitalist exterior honestly i'm so done with this shit like i get it we all need money to survive like it's completely impractical it's a social construct that's what it is yeah. it doesn't actually have any intrinsic value yeah no it's like completely impractical for me to think that like we can't live a life without money but also like what money does for you shouldn't be as important as the other things and given a choice i know what like i'd pick you know what i mean let's summarize our two points by saying that money is important but there's more to life than money yeah yeah so this is similar to your point but i learned this year that all i really need to be happy and have a good life is you know the basics of course food shelter water mm. and my friends and family just all being happy and in good health that's all i really need like all these like materialistic goods don't really bring me that much happiness but these four things like you know just being able to survive and like my friends and family that's what's really at my core of happiness yeah i completely agree i love that 
Um, also, like looking at this more specifically, this year I really felt like I spent time on my relationship with food, and you know, like how we fuel our bodies and what we put in, and you know, it's so important to like give our bodies good nutrition. And all of us are, have had difficult relationships with food on some at some point in our life. Like it's crazy not to think anyone hasn't, but. I think just it's so important to work on that relationship because it is what sustains us and I think it's the least we can do for ourselves to just be healthy and get good nutrition. I really like the way that you phrase that because I feel like oftentimes we live in this like diet culture society and I definitely yeah. fall prey to that and I feel like mm. at the end of the day food is not something that like controls us it's not something that we should be afraid of it's just fuel for your body and i feel like yeah diet culture and stuff like that just blows it out of proportion yeah similarly to that i realized that aging has begun we are currently aging this is going to be the youngest that we ever will be every second our bodies yeah. are deteriorating like you go through puberty and your body goes through a growth spurt and it goes up 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 but in your 20s you peak so if there's anything you want to do yeah. now is really the time because it's gonna get difficult especially like after giving birth i know we see these miracle mm -hmm. stories of how people like bounce back and have like this amazing post baby body but that's not a reality so make the most <laughs> of your youth yeah that's so true and just like fucking love yourself bro like be kind to yourself when you look at yourself in the mirror exactly it's just it can it can do wonders it really can um <laughs> okay what's your penultimate point my penultimate point mm, i'm using fancy words see <laughs> <laughs> education <laughs> um okay so i think that it's super important to learn how to adapt like this year i've learned not to dwell in like the past situation as much like we've all had to rapidly change and adapt to this evolving situation and i think the pandemic has been like a testament to just like how resilient we are as humans and our ability to like be flexible and creative in the face of uncertainty and you know people's lives and plans have gone to shit as included like we didn't plan being in bombay mm -hmm. you know recording a podcast like our life has changed but dwelling on that isn't what your life should be about like just fucking adapt it didn't work out fine move on you know you'll move on to something else and maybe that'll be the better option so yeah True just, that. just fucking adapt you know i was actually doing a lot of thinking and I realized that what is life? Life is just a series of variables and all of them are out of your control. I sometimes mm -hmm. feel like humans have the illusion that they can control all these variables, but the reality is that you can't control anything. And of once course, you actually yeah. accept that fact, it can be really freeing. Yeah. But I think it's a scary thought because what you're really thinking is that life is chaotic and chaos mm -hmm. is scary. But I feel like once you accept that, you can actually thrive in the chaos. And I feel now that I definitely <laughs> thrive in chaos. <laughs> Lovely transition. <laughs> okay, and for your final point, Miss Ashna Patel. Okay, my final point is so fucking plain and simple. It's literally one word, which is enjoy. I think our life is meant to be enjoyed, whether we're happy, sad, 
broken hearted or whatever it is at the end of the day you have to enjoy the life that you've been given and if you don't if you have influences that don't let you enjoy it get rid of it i love that you know that's it got those toxic friends out cut out that Mm -hmm. unhealthy diet culture yeah yeah just drop shit that makes you not enjoy life that's all literally reevaluate do what's enjoyable and make you happy love that yeah well my last point is the complete opposite and kind of dark but it's very true we love dark go on (laughs) (laughs) one of the biggest takeaways from this year was that the 20s are a time in your life when you have to make the most amount of decisions also Mm -hmm. all the decisions that you make in your 20s will shape the rest of your life yeah like it's a scientific fact like the this decade is the decade where we graduate the decade where we decide if we want to pursue further education the decade where we try out different fields and end up settling in one the decade where we find love the decade where we might even have kids mm-hmm. a lot of life-changing shit happens in your 20s so you know sometimes you just have to make decisions and you'll never know where decision will take you the butterfly effect is so real so always yeah. say yes to new opportunities and try and make the most of it explore as many options as you can yeah perfect and just I guess trust yourself and it's okay to make mistakes. I mean, we've named this podcast as a coping mechanism. It's called Mistakes in the Making. Ah, we also named it this because I think down the line we both know we will fuck up and say something ridiculous. I mean, we probably <laughs> already have, but that's why we can just be like, ha ha ha, see, it's literally in the name, Mistakes in the Making. <laughs> Yeah, literally. But that's it, right? Like, that's completely okay. Pick yourself up and, like, try it again. Do better after. And you'll be fine. Just trust yourself. Love Everyone's that. got their own shit. Well, everyone, that's been the 20 things that Ashna and I have learned in 2020. <laughs> I hope you all have a wonderful holiday time and have a fantastic New Year's. And I know there are people Mm -hmm. out there who often dread the holidays, maybe because there's stuff going on in their family or with their friends. Well, we notice you, we see you, and we're your friends. So it's going to be okay. Yeah, it will. Promise. Just curl up with a good movie and eat something that makes you happy. And you'll be good. That's all. You'll be good. Until next year, guys. I'm so glad this year is over. Thank you for listening to us for the last six months. This is so insane to me. Um, But yeah, we're going to take a much needed short break just to like not think for like a few days and like party. Um, Self-care. Yep. And like Ashna said in this episode, it's a break. So we will be back. Honestly, yes. So see you guys next time. Thank you for everything. (laughs) Bye. Bye.